0: Yeah, let's start.
1: I can go ahead and read these minutes real quick or the housekeeping items.
0: Do you want to do the opening comments? Maybe let's start with.
1: Would
2: be?
0: Um, basically that Zoom, how it works, state your name. Oh yeah, the um, kind of rules. Yeah, yeah, the housekeeping, yeah. Okay. Yes, gotcha, all right. <laughs>
1: So I just have a few housekeeping items for the zoom meeting this meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's youtube channel please remember to mute yourself during the meeting when you are not speaking the chat function for this public meeting is disabled all chats will go directly to me unless you are participating during the meeting please turn your video off this allows the active meeting participants to be seen on screen you'll still be able to hear the meeting when you are participating please turn your video on if you have any trouble you can send me a chat the city reserves the right to mute people or turn individual videos off to minimize distractions during the meeting please remember to state your name each time you speak for the benefit of those participating remotely and now i'll turn the meeting back over to chair jackie Backman. thanks peyton
3: all right so uh we are looking for our first thing, which is to approve the minutes from last month. So I'm hoping everyone can take a look at those or if you have already looking
4: for a motion to approve or if there's any changes, let us know. This is Amber Nickel, board member and I'll make a motion to approve the
2: minutes. Pat Phillips, board member, I second the motion.
3: All right, I see a motion and a second.
4: All those in favor, can you raise your hand or say aye? All right, One, did It looks unanimous. Motion carries,
3: minutes approved. Moving on to our next will be item C, it's public comment. I'm not sure if anyone signed
4: up. JT, I do see that you are here, so I wanted to check in on you. Looks like no comment from JT,
1: so you can go ahead.
3: All right, now we get to move on to the agenda items, which is number one, and we get to do some new board member introductions. So, um, I see at least one of our new members here, uh, Andrea Chavez. It's excellent to have you on board. Uh, I've met you many years over the years, so we're happy to have you on Parks and Rec. Uh, if you'd like to say a little hello and let us all get to know you, and then we can go around and say hello to everyone else who's on this right now.
5: Sure. Um, I had orientation with uh, some of these folks, um, was it been a week a week and a half ago now and so um, it's very nice to be a part of this board Um, and uh, good to see you Jackie. (laughs) Um, So I work for Peasley Tech, uh, the official name Dwayne Peasley Technical Training Center. Um, I'm their executive director of grants and administration so um, that's my work life and then um, obviously play uh, kickball with Jackie and I really enjoy that and then um, I've actually lived in Douglas County my whole entire life. So, um, you know, I was just really wanting to look for something to get involved with the community. And this uh, seemed like a great um, thing for me to do. So it's very nice to meet y'all.
3: Excellent to have you here. Um, Is Patrick here or not available this month? No, Patrick. All right, well, we look forward to seeing him or they, or whomever, uh, when they arrive um, to our board next time around. Um, so I'm going to go around so you, can um, Andrea get to meet everyone else who's part of our board. Uh, my first person, uh, Pat, if you want to give it a start, and then we can kind of go around and say hi for people who have not met Andrea yet.
1: Sure. Hi, Andrea. Welcome. Um, being an avid uh, recreator, it was a draw for me to be a part of um This advisory board, um, I've just found that recreation that is offered in this community is so unique. Um, I'm from the East Coast and we had to pay for every bit of any kind of recreation. So, the service that is provided, I I certainly appreciate. And so, that was a calling for me. Um, I'm retired from working at the VA for 30 years, but right now I'm working part time as a therapist at DECA.
4: Next board member, anyone? I'll go ahead. Hi, Hi Andrea, welcome. I'm Val Renault. I'm um,
2: doing my second term on the board. And uh, it, it's been really interesting, I, especially looking back at some of the notes of, 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 of the amazing variety of things that we covered from the Oak Park Cemetery to, the things we all know and see and kudos on the loop by the way mark um we are seeing much more of that lately so uh yeah welcome to the board and it's i think you'll enjoy
4: john would you like to jump on next you're on mute john
6: Can you hear me now, Andrea? I'm John Blazik on my second term. I'm a retired high school principal and educator.
4: Welcome. I think that's Amber. All right. Hi.
1: Andrea and I got to go on the bus tour. So we're old buddies now, and then we ran into each other at kickball. So, uh, but my name is Amber Nickel, and I have Boshwash, and I also work at the Lead Center and I got involved um, with Parks and Rec because my kiddo plays basketball all the time and so we spend a lot of time in the facilities and I am excited about
5: our trails and uh, aquatics and all kinds of things. Glad to be here and glad you're here. Thank you it's very nice to meet y'all.
3: Excellent. And again, I'm Jackie Backer, the chair. And as you know, Andrea, we know each other from kickball and I'm an active swimmer and bicyclist and anything else I can get involved in that's outdoors or indoors, that's probably sports related or at this point, cemetery related, because I, you know, that's something you learn with Parks and Rec is that we handle that too. And uh, we have some pretty cool cemeteries in town also. So uh, welcome. So we can now, uh, I think, you know, everybody else, unless we need to go through everyone else that you've met. Okay. Uh, so moving on, then we can talk about the bee boxes that we have around town and get a little update on that from Mark.
0: Uh, am I unmuted? Yeah. Yep. Derek Rodgers, Director of Parks and Recreation. Um, Mark's having some troubles with his voice. And so to, to help him out a little bit, I'm going to give the bee report. Um, while I read through this report, Payton's going to show you some pictures of a couple of the beehives and swarms that are pretty interesting. Okay, so what you're seeing, maybe. Well, now
4: here, one second.
0: There we go. Okay. So the city, uh, I think it was early in the spring, around March, we entered into an agreement with uh, Robert Brooks, a doctor that studies bees. And so here's uh, some of the information we gathered from him on June 8th. He put beehive bee boxes up around our parks. Uh, He's estimating at least there's probably at least over 100 beehives swarming in Lawrence during the swarming season each year in Lawrence, Kansas. No one knows how many, and one of the goals is to get some data to make statistical, significant guess. He's putting together um, this program to get an idea of how dense the bees are in the city of Lawrence. These rescue boxes were put out starting March 4th, and they're continuing as swarms are caught, and empty boxes were replaced. 16 boxes, 16 parks had boxes in them, and nine parks... Boldface Parks have caught nine swarms so far. And those uh, parks are John Taylor Park, Burroughs Creek, Oak Hill Cemetery, Dad Perry Park, Water Tower Park, Naismith Valley Park, Victor Park, and Veterans Park. Boxes were weighed before and after the swarms are caught, resulting in year to date 60 pounds plus of bees, which is about 210,700 bees, which are now housed. In double-walled insulated hives and are thriving. So, pretty neat program. I know some of uh, some folks around Lawrence have seen those bee boxes and had some concerns. And uh, the gentleman that is running the program has done a good job of capturing bees and moving the hives. Thank you.
3: Any questions for Derek about these bee
0: boxes? Oh, you have a question.
6: This is John, uh, board member. Hey, Derek, that's a cool idea. How do they get bees? How do bees get in there? They just see the box, or is there something yeah. in there that entices them? Oh, oh, I
2: see.
0: That's a great question, Derek Rogers, director of Parks and Rec. My understanding was that the uh, the KU professor that's been doing this, he goes around and he observes where bees okay. are in parks and locations. So he had a pretty good idea of where he was going to go trapping for bees. So I, I don't know if he puts any scent or anything in them, but he randomly puts up boxes and he's been very successful in getting bees to attract. Wow, that's cool. Huh. I didn't know that. that's me.
2: This is Valerie. No, I think when he presented to us, he said. They know where the swarms are where they discover the swarms and then they the bees that are separated from their queen bee and they put the box up near there. That that's what I remember.
4: Thanks, Bob. I
2: know
3: you said there'd been some comment about it. Have has have there been any issues or concerns at all from Anyone being nervous about getting stung by bees or anything like that? I know Dr. Brooks said they're super high up, so they shouldn't be affecting humans, but just double checking.
0: Uh, Derek Rogers, director of Parks and Recreation. That, there's been a few people, even though you put out the word and you share it and social media, and to include our staff, all of a sudden they, they see a swarm of bees and like, oh my gosh, what is that? So there's been a little bit, but we haven't heard any reports of anybody getting stung or anything like that. And I think it was only... Uh, I only heard from about two or three people having concerns with the b boxes.
4: Any additional questions? Mark, did we cover everything
5: A-OK?
3: <laughs> Perfect. All right, well, let's move on to number three then, which is summer aquatics with Lindsay. if you'd like to give us uh, an update. I know it's hot out there, so hopefully the pools are packed today.
1: It is, uh, Lindsay Hart, Assistant Director. And yeah, it is definitely hot and the pools are packed. Um, it's been great. Uh, just wanted to give a, a few updates. Um, first, I wanted to go back to our last month's meeting um, Some of the board members asked if we had ever worked with the high schools to do any type of lifeguard training classes, and I wasn't aware, but I spoke with our supervisor and um, we have um, tried to work with the high schools and we have proposed doing some type of a credit uh, for a, a lifeguard class at both high schools um, in Lawrence. And um, unfortunately, we were told it was not allowed um, for our supervisors to teach. And um, so far, or at the time that, that we were having the discussions, the school did not have anyone available or able to teach. And so um, we also offered to host a training for any of their staff or teachers, but there was no interest. Um, but fairly recently, we've been in touch again with. The, health and wellness curriculum coordinator and we have those discussions going again and so we're we're keeping the conversation alive and we're actively trying to get something in place um,
6: so we can try to offer that through the schools um sure hey Lindsay, this is john blosick committee member Um, as well just going back to my school days they may not have somebody that can be wsi'd we didn't, but we brought in a recreation person that was WSI, as long as we had a certified teacher in there with them, but the WSI person did the teaching. Mm-hmm. If you meet with the school, to, you know, and they may not have enough, as many teachers have left uh, the Lawrence district. But if you meet again, I'd be happy to if I'm in town, because there are some options. As long as we have a certified teacher in there, you can use a rec- WSI person. I don't know. That's where you're going to find your young ones usually, right? And out of your and your swim teams. You know yeah. they've got two incredible swim teams in the city. So if I'm okay. around, I'd be happy to. If there's ever any more interest, okay. Thank, Thank you, you for yeah. looking into that avenue.
1: Sure, absolutely. No, it's important, and I think it's a great avenue. So, uh, well, like I said, we'll uh, we're keeping the conversation going, and hopefully, we can get something established. Uh, so I appreciate your um, thoughts on that. Um, but as far as a kind of a summer update, uh, we opened the waiting pool on June 1st at South Park, and we opened the outdoor pool on June 6th. And obviously, it's been hot, and the, like I said, uh, the pools are packed. Man, we're getting a lot of use already. I think they said Saturday was a huge day. It was our biggest day so far. Um, I've been out there almost every day, just to kind of scope it out and get a feel and it's been packed. Um, but it's, it's exciting to see. I'm glad we're up and running. Um, we are continuing to analyze our staffing and schedules, and uh, you know we're doing what we can to open up more hours. Um, we have made an adjustment for the leisure pool. Um, we will be opening the indoor leisure pool on Tuesdays from one to five p.m. starting next week on June 21st. And we're hoping we can do more but as of now we can at least confirm we're going to we're going to get Tuesday afternoons. um, And this will include the slide the lap pool and the diving boards. Um, And again, as we as we continue to kind of see how our our staffing and schedules shake out. um, We'll continue to look at more leisure pool hours as well as increasing um, the swim lesson. Uh, offerings and availability. So, uh, and and just to give you a quick update, um, the current lifeguard count is 52, and that's enough to to safely and successfully operate with our currently posted schedule, including uh, the leisure pool on Tuesdays. Uh, If we wanted to open full capacity, get the leisure pool open full time, we would need about 40 more lifeguards. So again, that's just kind of gives you an idea of of where the struggle is. Um, But again, we're we're doing everything we can. We talk about it every day. We're adjusting, you know, squeezing in everything we can do. The staff is working really hard, um, but we're excited and we're happy that we're up and running. And um, again, we're just kind of continuing to analyze it as we go through the summer and we'll make adjustments to the schedules if we can.
3: Uh, Jackie Becker Chair, Uh, happy to see the Tuesdays happening and there was a huge NPR story last week that this is definitely nationwide, small cities, big cities, Mm -hmm. and it's just a struggle, so uh, thanks for being able to at least find one extra day for kids on on the west side of town. Uh, Curious when the, and I don't know if this is more you or this is Mark, uh, when the splash pad will be open then on the east side, is that getting close?
1: It's close, Mark. I don't know if you if you want to give it a shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm hoping we're up and rolling by the 1st of July. We have most of the concrete poured now and we just, we've run the tests and it works. We just got to get it spruced up and ready to go. So that's our goal is around the 1st of
4: July. Any additional questions regarding summer aquatics? Okay.
3: We can move on to number four with Derek Rogers, the update on the naming policy.
0: Okay, thanks. Derek Rogers, Director of Parks and Recreation. Um, our legal departments, it's up there at the legal department, but they have had um, their short staff for a while till this fall. So they asked every city department to prioritize their immediate needs. So we've prioritized ours. Um, they expect to be back up a full staff around this fall. So and unless something happens before then where we need that policy, I don't foresee it um, coming to the top of the list before then. So that's about the best I can give you right now. It's, it's still illegal.
4: Any questions or comments on that?
3: Uh, Andrea just to give you sort of a little update as you kind of get used to how this works uh, there's definitely a difference with a naming policy versus sponsorship and to sort of help you with that to kind of know that there's two different branches and the naming policy really kind of focuses on the parks and and what the names are and and things like that where like sponsorship is for you know putting a logo somewhere or a big name on something like that so just know that we we, um, Amber Nickel and a few other people uh, we had a Subcommittee for that that worked on writing our naming policy to kind of help us with some of the parks that are looking to be newly named or renamed in our community. Hopefully I was close on that didn't didn't guess mess anything up. <laughs> uh, if there's no other questions or comments on that we can move on to number five, which is Lindsay again with baseball and softball updates.
1: Sure, Lindsay Hart, Assistant Director. Um, as you know, last meeting we had a gentleman um, approach us with some concerns about our baseball program. And uh, we had a meeting with him afterwards and uh, met with some of our staff. And he had a PowerPoint presentation that he shared with us. Um, and so I, I sent all of you the, the notes and the recording from the Zoom meeting. Um, but I'll just kind of go through it again, real briefly and, and see if anybody has any other questions. Um, And so some of the main topics that uh, Mr. Greeson was uh, concerned about, number one was safety, uh, which obviously we all agree with and we want to make sure we're um, taking care of any safety issues immediately. Um, So he showed us some some photos of some of the conditions of the uh, various fields and um, different areas, and um, I know uh, Mark and and his staff have been looking into it, um, and I can give you an update. Um, again, you know, it, dealing with with weather and and time, and getting to it as soon as possible. Um, the pitching mound at YSC. Um, they've been fixed, but the home plates, um, they're still working on, they were able to mow them, but with the wet conditions, they haven't been able to raise them up and install the fences yet. Um, but again, they're working on that. And then all six fields at Holcomb have been worked on with, um, ag lime and they've been sprayed and they're continuing to work on those as well. And so again, uh, you know, these are things that are going to take a little bit of time, but, um, we are addressing them and are, we made sure we had the right staff at the meeting to make sure, you know, we can, Um, understand his concerns and and address those as soon as possible. Um, Some other safety concerns are regarding AEDs and first aid kits um, out at the complex. And um, I was able to speak with our risk management uh, representative for the city. And she actually um, confirmed with us that we, we don't have an AED on site, but we don't want to have it on site, um, so it's it's by design um, mainly because you have to be trained to use it. And um, really, what they instructed us to do was we just need to tell people to call nine one one. It's just the quickest way. It's the most efficient. Um, and just dealing with the location being outdoor, um, it just makes more sense to just make sure we're communicating with parents and encourage them to call nine one one if there is an emergency. Um, so we we communicated that with him and, and explained and, and helped you know make sure he understood. Um, and that will be communicated with the rest of the parents as well. Um also first aid kits are on site, and um we do have a, a supervisor on site during um the programs, and so we we made sure that they were aware of that as well. Um, and, and the the supervisor can get um, first aid kits to anybody who needs it. Um, the, the next issue was regarding practice schedules and our programming. Um, and we actually already addressed um, a few of those um, concerns. So we've adjusted the way we do the uh, scheduling for practice fields. And we made that adjustment. Um, it was actually already in the works before we had the meeting. And so it was, um, it was good that we were on the same page for that. So we were able to make that uh, adjustment. Um, it's been a few weeks now, and I think it's working really well. Um, He had also requested that we just extend the season offer more baseball. Do everything we can, and so um, just in the last few weeks, our supervisor was able to get a postseason summer tournament scheduled, and so we have one um, that will be taking place this summer for the Dacaba League, and then uh, we are going to do a fall baseball league. So he's communicating with parents right now, and we're um, getting ready to take registrations. Um, so again, we're you know we're taking a look and, and listening and, and doing what we can to offer more programming. Um, Um, uh, Another issue he brought up was regarding sponsorships, which I know we've been talking about um, the last few months um, as a a board, and uh, I know we're going to be putting together a subcommittee and uh, just kind of wanted to clarify that we're also working on internally, so I'm kind of heading up our internal staff team. Um, I have our uh, recreation operation managers kind of working with me and we're analyzing our current process, we're looking at old policies and just making sure we're clear on, you know, if anything needs to be updated or addressed. Um, and we actually have already reached out to some partners to, to try and get some, uh, some smaller sponsorships started. And again, then we can continue to work up towards towards some bigger bigger names and bigger companies. Um, and then, just lastly, we we spoke with Mr. Greason about CIP projects. Um, you know, a lot of the the field um, conditions and and issues that he mentioned are things that we have in our CIP. Uh, you know, spread out over the next five years. Uh, and we also have the comprehensive plan coming up. And we encouraged him to you know attend attend any public engagement meetings. Be a voice. Be a spokesperson. We we need to hear it. You know, we we want to know. Um, you know what what. we need to be looking at. And, you know, I think he can be a good advocate uh, for many of these items. So I think there will be plenty of opportunities um, with our public engagement, uh, not only for the comprehensive plan, but the YSC fields as well. Um, So again, that that's kind of it in a nutshell. Um, But I'm, I'm happy to answer questions if anybody has anything further.
6: Lindsay, John Blosick, committee member. Um, One, thank you for meeting with those people. I've been pulled into this. I've had quite a few calls from the baseball coaches um, and I did some homework and I really appreciate you going to listen to them. I think that's all they're wanting. Um, I made a lot of calls around town and I'm gonna stand up for our taxpayers because I'm one like all of you guys are. Um, and the history and the perception of this is that field has been pushed off for years. And when we talk about safety of kids, that's gotta be number one for all of us. But the perception is not good out there on the how that field has been kept up and taken care of. So one, thank you for talking to them. Um, I visited the fields. As an ex-principal and athletic director, I wouldn't use them, not until they're... So thank you for trying to get things going because of the injuries and the perception for our kids. Um, I think maybe we put it as a goal to maybe try to improve the fields of our perception in the community because of our taxpayers and our kids. And right now something really bothers me as a committee member, when our kids are leaving to go to play in other towns, that concerns me. I understand travel teams, but when it's a care and the safety of a field, I can't thank you enough for listening to them. Um, and I just don't want to lose lose our kids. That's why we pay our taxes. So um, if I'm in town, I would love to meet, you know, I'm an athletic person. And I'm always looking at the number one um, thing for our kids is is safety and health. But I think we've got some dedicated coaches that are volunteering. we got some kids. We've got two high school programs. And I just put it in perception, if it was a bike trail or a walking park, it might not be treated that way. So from my end, thank you for your time. And I'd like to help get involved with you if I'm in town. And I'm sorry I missed that meeting, but thank you for what you're doing. Sure, thank you.
4: Any other questions or comments regarding baseball and softball and the meeting
6: that Lindsay had? Jackie, I'm yeah. sorry, but hey, Linz, for a minute, Lindsay, The supervisors on site, these coaches said they had no clue. Do you think maybe they could introduce themselves to the umpire or coach because If you don't know who they are, you don't know to ask, but if they're on the clock and getting paid, I think maybe from a PR standpoint, it might help. Yeah, we,
1: we talked about that actually. Um, And, you know, we did clarify that they were a red staff t-shirt or jacket. And um, we, you know, we talked about getting some communication out to the parents from some of these, uh, some of the safety items that we talked about that I mentioned earlier. And so I think that's easy to do that we can let the, the participants know up front and then, yeah, have the staff, you know, um, like you said, sure. I don't see why they couldn't, you know, introduce themselves. In, and I don't know if they are or if they aren't, um, but that's definitely something I can pass on and, and see if they can, can do that and just kind of make sure everybody knows that they're there.
6: Okay. And, and, you know, in this day and age, it's just not the field. With the way fans are acting. You know, I'm in the officiating world with the way fans are acting, at least maybe a parent would know who to go contact if they need to call 911 or something. Mm -hmm. Just, I just think it would be a good move. So thank you, Lindsay, for those people.
4: Not seeing any other questions or
3: comments. Lindsay, thank you. Uh, we've gotten through our agenda
4: items, so we're now moving on to the concerns of board member, other items of interest. This is this is Val
2: Renault, board member. I just wanted to thank Parks and Rec for the. I don't even know how long it's gone on the uh, day camps that they run during the summer. My great niece is going to one, and I don't think when my children were smaller, for some reason, I don't think I knew about those camps. But I think they are an important equity offering too, because you know of the price and the there are a lot of summer camps that go on around town, but they're a little pricier and you know, more limited in hours. So I really want to thank the Parks and Rec staff for for offering that for all these years to our fair city.
4: And this is Pat Phillips board member. Um,
1: Valley helped generate a thing I wanted to bring up tonight regarding the camps. I know in the past it's also provided um, opportunities for kids to have lunches through the school program. Is that going on again this year? I know that it's limited this year, but we are able to provide it for our camp participants. And I'm not sure what the situation is for anyone who's not involved with our programs. I know there's, I think we used to be a site, but Mm -hmm. we're no longer a site. Again, we're just, we are able to provide them for our own camp participants. Um, So I think there are still some other locations around town. Um, and I don't know, Derek, you may know a little bit more than me, but I i think that's my understanding.
0: The Graduate Parks Director, uh, I know the library site is going again this year um, with the pool and everything going. And then uh, we had requests from Just Foods uh, for a site out at Clinton Lake property. So uh, there's a little bit going on, but I really haven't heard that much about it. Um, just kind of word of mouth talking to uh, Brad Allen from the library and some other staff people. Thank you, uh,
3: Amber Nickel, board
4: member.
0: I'm curious about an update on the Fourth of July plans. All right, um, Derek Rogers, director of Parks and Recreation. Um, glad to do that this year. Um, it will be July 4th on the third, so fireworks will be the third. July 3rd, Sunday night. Um, We're working on notifying all of the residents in the area. So it'll be shot. The display will be like it was last year on KU property down by Shankfield at 23rd and uh, Iowa, uh, down in that area by the parking lots. So KU is giving us approval. We're working on the agreements now. JCs will do the uh, firing the fireworks. Um, of got a late notification and so that put us behind the power curve we have got some donors which is helping dramatically um, we have the dole institute and lead center from ku donating uh, Explore lawrence uh, we have a potential of a title donor um, haven't heard back yet so um, it's kind of hit or miss but we'll figure it out we've got a little bit of time that there's some uh, folks some businesses down in that area that probably benefit from having fireworks really close. So I, I think there's some low hanging fruit where we can go ask them for some money and help defer the costs and have a really good show. Um, fireworks have gone up 20%. Uh, I think the good news is the JCs were able to get a commitment before the fireworks price went up. Uh, they have heard the feedback about the, uh, the finale. Uh, where was it? What happened? So that won't happen again. They're actually planning a finale and they've got a few more fireworks to shoot this year and then some coordination. Um, But yes, that's in the works and we need to get a a notification out to the public and we're working on notifying all the residents around the area and just let them know that that will be going on.
4: Thanks, Derek, that's really excellent to hear. Uh, Could you also give a little update
3: on, I know that you said there was gonna be a lot of parades in June, so what other parades do we have hitting our community in the coming weeks?
0: Hey, Derek Rogers, director of Parks Recreation. Um, Tomorrow night, today's commission's meeting, uh, the mayor will read a proclamation for Juneteenth. The Juneteenth parade and concert will be on the 18th, Saturday. I believe the parade is around 11 AM. And then that will go from the library lawn uh, to 8th Street and then down 8th Street to 11th of Mass, where we'll have the roads blocked off. And they will have concert venue and games, all kinds of fun things going on that Saturday. Really looking forward to a neat event. Uh, the Pride event is June 25th. Um, Immediately following their parade, I believe, is going down the sidewalk like it did the, in last year uh, towards Abe and Jake. So you got some events going on in South Park. Uh, we've had the um, a lot of events last weekend or yeah, weekend out before last, uh quite a few. We had the uh wear orange for uh, gun violence awareness. Um legal women
2: voters
0: yes yeah legal women voters and then there's another one So it's south park has been very busy <laughs> it was actually coming through downtown saturday and sunday this last weekend it was like there was just a breather but if we're gonna get busy again
4: jackie becker chair
3: nothing wrong with being a little busy in our parks i think that's excellent to hear and and a nice uh, you know broad uh, you know perspective from our community, making sure that every single human in our community can enjoy our parks and, and be a part of celebrating in June. So cool. Thank you. Any other
4: items of interest or thoughts from the board? Any comments? All right, not hearing
3: from anyone else. Uh, We can move on to F which is the other which is our let's see we've got attached was the recreation division update. And so if every, um, I'm not really sure how y'all want to do this, Uh, Lindsay you go come back and talk or
1: I can. I just had a couple things in addition to the report. Um, I did want to mention I know it was already brought up but we did start summer camps as well on June 6 and it's going great we have uh some some really great kids it is a great program um and it's fun to see everybody in the park and walking around and doing all their activities and they're getting to go to the pool as well so that's going great and then i also wanted to announce uh we were able to fill the um programmer position for special populations and his name is justin deaver and he was one of our uh camp counselors for uh, i think the last uh, three or four years and so he was able to start um, just last week, I think it was. And so he's um, luckily he kind of already knows some of the routine and uh, perfect timing for our camps to start. And so anyway, we're uh, we're happy to have him on board. That was all I had.
4: Thanks,
3: Lindsay. That is good to hear. I read that in the report, so it's nice to have some people with some experience that know our area. So. Uh, moving on, uh, I guess we are got the park division. I'm not sure how, if uh, Derek's jumping back in and speaking for Mark, or are you going to join
5: us verbally? Yeah,
0: Mark Hecker, assistant director. I'll talk until I start coughing. How's that? <coughs> that didn't last long. Um, basically in the parks, we've been trying to play catch up with the um, rain. So it's been raining three or four days a week for the last month and a half. So it's really put us behind on mowing and projects and everything else. So plus we're down three full-time staff. So we're in a still rush mode, which usually by now we're kind of calming down and settling into summer mode, but um, hopefully the next week or two we'll kind of catch up a little bit.
4: All right. Thank you, Mark. Uh,
3: Derek, we're moving on to your report.
0: Okay. Director. Director, director of parks and recreation we're heavy in the budget season and running out of shopping days and we always say every year's budget is uh challenging and, and this year is no different and we've faced a lot of challenges so we're scrambling to get together the uh city managers budget for our department and the city and following the guidance from the city commission so that's the challenge over the next two weeks we got to still have a lot of work to do uh, and then I uh, want to bring up an update. Uh, Lawrence Skate Association has raised $65,000, so they have the funds available to purchase their asset. Uh, we're just finalizing the location, so Mark and the group have been going back and forth. And once we get that done, we'll get it on the agenda and get a mission. So that's really exciting. Um, just some safety issues. Uh, with all the rains, obviously snakes and some poisonous snakes are indigenous to Kansas. Uh, if you're out at the dog park, the low-lying areas, the heavy rains and flooding will bring snakes out. Some of those, unfortunately, are maybe copperheads. Um, so be careful with your pets and your dogs. The other one that is interesting from uh, Corps of Engineers, it's on um, blue-green algae and harmful algae blooms around the lake. So it's been spotty around the lake. they put out some advisories um, for people to be cautious, don't swim in areas that are green and whatnot in the lake. Uh, but it's also a reminder, if you have your dog out at the dog park, it may be worth keeping them out of the water. I'd have to go by a couple of those ditches and see if there's anything going on. Um, people aren't supposed to go down to the spillway, but if the spillway is turned off, there may be some blue really green algae in the uh, spillway. Um, so just be careful with your dogs and uh, let's be safe. And unless there's questions, I think that pretty well sums up uh, a lot of things we've been busy on. But...
3: I appreciate you bringing up the snakes after finding that gigantic snake and at Hobbs park a few weeks ago. So the, the rain's been bringing them out, but it was, it was, yeah, it was a couple feet long, but not a copperhead. So all good. It was, it was a friendly snake, but still kind of scary for me. (laughs) Um, I guess any other questions for Derek? No. All right. Well, thank you everybody. It looks like we're moving on to our next meeting will be Monday, July 11th. So, just a heads up there. Hopefully, we can get all of our new board members involved and in joining us. Again, Andrea, so nice to have you here. And I will now be looking for a motion to adjourn.
1: Amber Nagel, board member, second.
3: All right. I see a first and a second. All those in favor, raise your hand. Excellent. Thanks everybody. Mark get to feeling better and we'll see everybody next month. All right. Oh yeah. I hope Roger's okay.
2: Uh, oh, Roger. Too. Best wishes to
1: Roger. Sorry, Roger.
3: <laughs> we <laughs> you miss you too, Roger. Get well.
1: <laughs> Keep recovering. We'll you back.
3: <laughs> yeah. You want him back.